Hello and welcome to Starter Set. My name is Ed Sylvester. And my name is Sam Bradley. And welcome to the show that takes you deeper into the pages of Dungeons and Dragons. Sam. Mm-hmm. Now, as always, I have a strange story that comes out of each of my weeks. Yeah. <laughs> One day someone's just going to ask him in the street, oh, by the way, did you do the podcast? Yeah, check us out on such and such. And that's going to be it. That's going to be the and whole that's story. It's going to be three seconds and I'm just going to... And, and you won't be ready. But not this week, my friend. This mm. week, um, uh, as we all know, we're going through a global pandemic. There's lots of social distancing things going on. So people are taking up some wonderful new hobbies. This week, I've Good been... Uh, exactly. I've been learning how to uh, play the glass organ or the glass... Is where you fill glasses to a certain... Oh, like a... Yeah, 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 one of them. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it turns out I'm a natural. Um, I'm a protege. I'm a... I'm the... Never before have they seen such talent since the times of Eric von Glasenfling. Uh, I don't think he's real. I'm going to take a punt <laughs> and say you've invented him. Nope, he's completely real. Uh, so they took me to um, a convention, a socially distanced convention, and all of them were like, hang on, you can play the glass rings. I don't even know. I call it my own thing because I'm that good of a glass ring player. Uh, you can Come play on, the glass rings that it. well. Yeah, you can, that, can you do in the finales? <laughs> yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. What else do you do? And I said, well, I do a podcast. They said, that sounds interesting. All right, I'll have a listen. But in the meantime... Where can I possibly get any more information on said podcast? And I said, well, listen to the next show and Sam will tell you. Mm, yes, yes, he will. Um, you can check out all the shows and you can find all our social medias. You can find our store at startaset.co.uk. If you want to go straight to Instagram, Startaset Podcast and Startaset Show on Facebook and Twitter. Boom, brief, direct, succinct, the information the people need. I have no idea what any of those words meant. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let us carry on and move into the main segment of the show. Ladies and gents, we are still world building our wonders or wandering about wonders. world building. It's the first one. Building. It's the first yeah, one. It's okay. First one. Yeah. Um, and yeah. this week we go to that lofty height, the area where. As a person, you have become complete, so they say. We, of course, are talking about celebrities. Now, obviously, we're not talking about uh, my Twitter following is 3 million type celebrities. We're talking about, in this world of Caraxia, who are the important people? We're talking heroes. We're talking nobles. We're talking millionaire playboy philanthropists, maybe. We're talking... Mm. Uh, political powerhouses those kind of people that undoubtedly when you start hitting those upper tier um, levels and you know you get a name for yourself as an adventuring posse a crew Mm -hmm. um, a full collection of fantastic individuals you'll undoubtedly come across a few of these guys now this and I, and I want to make this uh, sort of clear because I know we did a little bit of this when we did making a metropolis in terms of 
the city celebs, right? The the city weirdos, with um, Floggers Nora. That was her name. Yes. Yeah. Hang on, are you saying that we're not just copying this idea wholesale, but on a bigger scale because those are by fest, by far our best performing shows? I have no That's idea. I have no idea what you're no. talking about. Again. No, no, you're right. No, you you are right. <laughs> um. So we're not talking about those city names. We're talking about um the people who have gone down in history as world-changing individuals. We're talking about like your Gandalfs, right? Everybody knows Gandalf because he's been around for 7,000 years. I don't think it's 7,000, I think it might be 700, but you know, um, and he's got fingers in all the pies, okay? Mm -hmm. So Sam, correct series obviously uh, more your baby than it is mine. thanks to some lengthy legal battles where um, I only get to see it. <laughs> it got, got We're, rather horrible, yeah. Yeah, I only, got to see it, I only get to see it at the weekends now, but it's okay, we have a great time um, in my studio apartment where there's uh, lots of bugs on the floor and I need to clean it. Anyway... I sleep in a race car. Where do you sleep? <laughs> um, yeah, so... Sam, have you got a hero for us, or a, a political person, or just an individual of extreme influence? Well, yes, yes, I do, Ed. We have first the leader of the Gee Council Ooh. on the archipelago of Gee. Mm-hmm. In the city of Gee, we have Ambash Gangig. Right. Now, Ambash, she is a fire and brimstone Gangi who obviously hasn't had the most to do with outsiders unless they come to the islands. If it happens on her islands, that's what she wants to look after. That's what she wants to dissect. That's what she wants to be a part of. But obviously the Empire of the Blue Sun swept in before her reign and she inherited this uh, city council leader of the islands type role and she's pushing for independence. Oh, independence, independence, if you will, um, and that means she's at odds with the Empire of the Blue Sun. It means there are rumours that she has been negotiating with Dorak. Oh, and the Empire doesn't like that because Dorak shouldn't really have a coastline and a trade route. Uh, a trade route. Yeah. So that's a little bit of quandary, quandary for you. What do you think of her? Ambash I like Gangig. She's nice. She's the Nicola Sturgeon of of Caraxia. She is. What a niche reference. <laughs> it is a bit. Most of our listeners are from the US. Yeah. yeah the, you're, you're absolutely right, though. For the you're US listeners, right. Nicola Sturgeon is the leader of the Scottish National Party. Uh, there you go. Uh, Wikipedia anymore that you need to know information. But no, definitely right. So it's her and mm-hmm. and. Um, the leaders of uh, Dorak getting together and kind of going, yeah, we can probably figure something else out a little bit here and nice, a little mm-hmm. bit of subterfuge. So how did she get to be in this position? Well, she was elected. Right. It's a council. It's a council role, ultimately. Okay, and because you've kind of got to think on these things, if she's in that and she's got quite extreme uh, points of view, because it sounds mm-hmm. like she has, right? Um, mm. Gee for Gee, you know, Gee for the Gangi. Yeah. Um, she must have political rivals within that council. Well, or is she universally supported? She's pretty universally supported because the islanders 
as we've said before, the further away from the main island you go, uh-huh. the more kind of rough and ready and sort of martial, not martial law, like fun martial law, you know, <laughs> sort of everyone kind of gets on with each other. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously as the Empire seeks to bring order to everything, there has been some rub up against island life and the islanders want to be represented they want to have fair representation they want someone who's going to kick back and go do you know what no it's legal for a reason and that's the way we live so go fuck yourself nice. so that's kind of their vibe yeah this, these are the things that we do and we're going to mm-hmm. do them our ways stop trying to mess with something that you don't understand yes that's exactly <clears throat> right we know that we throw uh, our elders off cliffs um, to see if they can still fly and glide and mm-hmm. some people not naming anybody see that as barbaric but it's actually a fantastic thing yeah. everybody has a great time alright so just, just back yeah, up yeah and if they die that's that's what they want so just that's just fucking cool man <laughs> leave it out leave it leave it yeah it's, uh, it's one of those things okay yeah cool. so that's my first celeb uh, the uh, Guy council leader Ambash Gangig Nice, excellent. Well then, that then leads us on to your number two. Who who else have we got running around Caraxia, stirring up trouble? We have the leader of Dorak. Oh, okay, right. She seems, or he seems to be, probably she. somebody. Oh, another lady. Not very nice. Well, we've got a we got a bit of a power dichotomy going on here because we have, mm-hmm. I also have the leader of the Blue Sun, or at least this division of the Blue Sun Empire. Right. You see. All in good time, my friend. Now we have the Dorak leader, Felativia. Just Felativia, kind of like Beyonce or Prince. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, she's a female Aracocra. Ah. Yeah, which we didn't cover in our races episode. <clears throat> Maybe we should Because do they that. are prohibitively rare. Mm-hmm. And she is one of a kind, not unlike her Sacantio council, who advise her. Cool. But they, there is a kinship there, and they've sort of said, well, it would freak people out, because we're kind of like yesterday people. We are these ancient ones. What we need is someone who's as different and as eye-catching, but can also, you know, be okay in a fight, lead an army. Yeah. You know? Distill oh. funds to sanitation. That so, sort of shit without freaking people out. She's aligned to that sort of Dor- Dorak vibe of... Uh, we're quite tribal and a little bit warlike and she leads from mm-hmm. the front in that it's not sort of a hands off oh kind yeah of... we've got like a Bodicea thing with wings type thing going on that sounds cool do you and imagine she... that yeah, oh yeah terrifying <laughs> um, she wants to preserve and have a return to um, Doraki uh, rule mm-hmm. and sovereignty mm-hmm. so that's kind of her MO she wants to push the empire back as much as possible that's kind of what she lives for. Yeah, man. Okay, so who's her counterpart then? Who who's the the encroaching uh, empire of the Blue Suns? Well, obviously, as the empire is so fucking huge, mm-hmm. you have kind of regional leaders, barons, like senate. Yeah, barons, senators, something like that. Mm. This dude is a half orc called Initus Knave. Right. And. He's a fucking company man. To the bitter end, he wants order. He wants to impress the High Emperor of the Blue Sun many continents away. He is, on the outside, pretty... How to put this? On the outside, he's pretty open and liberal. 
but on the inside he's like why won't these fucking natives just fall into line right okay don't they see how good we are why won't they just fall into fucking line okay so he's that sort of um he's a face man when he needs to be right yeah yeah kissing kissing babies shaking hands and then illegal wars he's Caraxius Tony Blair (laughs) another wow we're getting very like real world political we're getting really and another thing let me finish (laughs) and another thing (laughs) oh man uh cool all right so we've got some big political heavy hitters um Mm -hmm. how what who have we got to kind of who's your who's your everyman hero you know i mean who's your bruce springsteen who do the people talk about wow this has got to be a wandering sacantio ah a wandering sacantio bard called um the the bard with no name they wander they help people out because their powers are so mercurial Tales of their exploits have drifted in and out of legend. Uh-huh. Because they can live for so long, they've obviously been around a great many generations and yeah. will sometimes be seen by grandfather, father, and son of the same family. He was here at the and beginning. They want... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He... And uh, this Sicantio, the barb with no name, just wanders around, just kind of in a kind of Doctor Who way. Sure. Setting things right. Crossing paths with plucky adventurers, you know, if you ever wanted to bring a guest character into your uh, campaign. Mm. That's quite nice, actually. So, because with the long living thing, and especially that Doctor Who comparison, the thing with being a time traveller or living through it, you do get to see what your actions inspire. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, one day, and, and maybe he gets to a point where instead of like being actively engaged with communities... He's he's like no, do you know what? Now, I've touched too many bells, I've turned too many whistles, knob, sorry, and I've blown too many whistles, and things. I accidentally made that guy who started that warlord, um, rather than just let the wolves eat him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, um... So now he's just a chronicler. Oh and... yeah, he just sings what he sees. Yeah. For the everyman, the everyman chronicler. Yeah, they've got historians up in the big houses and they do all that sort of stuff, but nobody's tracking what's important to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the bakers and the and the farmers and the yeah, the, yeah. the candlestick makers. And it's kind of like the opposite of Doctor Who in that it's like he witnesses the very small bits of history. Mm. All of them. He sees it. He sees it all. Yeah. And that's what he chronicles because he realizes that. The big things come from the very small ripples. Yeah, you know? and you may be having many be like, "Oh, I remember when this was all farmland, and then a fucking war started because you know they were uh, they were taxing the farmers too much." And they're like, "Oh shit, you're a history buff, yeah?" And he's like, "I was fucking there." Yeah, yeah. And it got ugly fast, so don't pull that lever or whatever. <laughs> yeah, nice. I can imagine at that point if he's got to this this universal legendary he's actually asked for quite a lot from politicians and things like that and rulers because if he mm-hmm. if you've got this individual who can theoretically influence the common folk or know what it's like it's like um those 
and this and I'm using this in a in a purely comparative sense because it's not a violent way so you know how countries have those sort of like crazy over-the-top military guys who go in to specifically destabilize other mm -hmm. countries and they yeah. realize and they're just like if I just pull this one pin which seems insignificant like if I yeah. just move this guy in this way then for some reason the um, the oil just dries up and they're mm -hmm. like and nobody really knows how that's happened or anything like that but it sounds like him because he's lived through it so yeah you know what I mean any other ruler and this guy is this guy is hunted and looked for by a lot of people mm. a lot of political powers you know maybe that's a, that's a quest isn't it for your plucky adventurers go and find the codex of all knowledge and you battle through this dungeon you battle through another dungeon and what you find is not a book or a mystical box yeah it's this guy chained up in a cell yeah, yeah. or he's, he's like, like oh no 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 I'm here for me yeah I set I those don't traps be out there. I set all yeah. those traps. Why did you come through that? Like, surely, mm -hmm. at the at the door with the which fires barbed arrows out of it, you thought this is not some place where I should be going into. Surely that would have mm -hmm. stopped you, but no, apparently not. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this dude's. Yeah. This dude's wired in. Yeah. Mm. That's that's a very good um, adventure where the good guys, or where you think you're the good guys, but turns out you're the bad guys. And it's quite. I fucking a, love, I love those kind of campaigns. It's quite good when you've got that grey moral kind of who's who's who kind of vibe going on, um, mm -hmm. especially when you figure that out later on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is really cool. So on the flip side of that, mm. every world needs a Nikola Tesla. Ah. Just it's just that it's just the way it goes. Yeah. So we have a changeling called Felix, who has been caught playing both sides mm -hmm. and was banished or kind of maybe banished themselves to Grask, the frozen forgotten frontier. Yep. And now tinkers away beneath the earth guarding the lost teleportation circle. Ah, uh, okay. And and they wander about, they got all this crazy shit, and they're like, if you butter them up the right way, they after a couple of side missions, they go, hey, you should come see this shit. Mm. You think that's impressive? Come and see this. Yeah. Even I couldn't have built this. And he pushes and open it's... a door, and it's this crazy fantasy laboratory with, you know, bubbling vials of greenish, yeah. brackish liquid that he's like, mm. don't touch that on a Wednesday. And at the centre. <laughs> yeah. At the centre is this teleportation circle. Mm. Oh, you need to get into Dorak and not be seen? I'm your boy. Yeah, but why? Or girl, because I'm a changeling. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's quite good. And the nice thing with that as well is there's your... Um, for those characters or, or parties who are a bit more... We just kind of want to be... We don't want to get into the political side of things. Because mm -hmm. the, there are... like I'm, I'm And I am one of those who... I enjoy a bit of politics in my game, but the complexity of everyday life is enough for me. I actually, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I actually just want to come yeah. in and go, I kick down a door and I know that the thing behind the door is bad and that I am good and I'm just, I'm here to make some, make some it's crazy noises. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, this, this uh, changing is totally wired to the moon. Like, 
Oh, mm. who's hired you to find me? Oh, the Empire. Well, you know the Empire is actually built on slavery and corruption, and you know, it's like, oh fuck, can someone else speak, please, Felix, for once? <laughs> Just pack it in, pack it in. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Can I can I throw somebody in the mix? I think we're getting to that point throw where I might a bit. Throw um, away. So whilst <laughs> you've been doing all of this, these conversations in this element, I've been thinking um, we haven't got a a legendary person to influence those swamps and that brackish area and the natural world, right? Or like a Robin Hoodie type figure. Mm, I'm thinking Ooh. more swamp thing. I speak for the green. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that kind of vibe. So let's let's rock this out. So I think um, we're gonna be going with is obviously a druid and. Do you know what? He's a halfling. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. No, he's not. Uh, he is a goblin. He's a goblin druid. Oh. Um, and he walks around on stilts. Right, that's that's how he operates. Because obviously, because he's lived because he lives in swamps, right? So yeah. No, that, the <laughs> it checks out. I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously he uses that to kind of enhance this sort of thing. And he looks out for travelers who are maybe lost in the ways right um Mm -hmm. not necessarily been around for a long time but Mm -hmm. has made some big impacts due to helping the right people especially um uh, so i imagine he's probably kind of in the bayou kind of weird bits of the um Mm -hmm. north north south north south south north 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 south yeah new north south new there we go new north south um, uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, if you go north, north, south, then it's just north. Anyway, he hangs around there, and maybe he was the person who originally made that area hospitable. Some travellers went into the swamps. Yeah, I like that. Got stuck, and he was, and he's been there for years, right? And and there's a few wild goblins floating around, but he's kind of always been their influential and their guiding person. They may think of him as a god or as a as a, um, a legendary individual who kind of pops up and just steers things when things are going really tough, you know. Hey, there's like eight swamp trolls outside that literally are, are trying to eat us all. He turns mm-hmm. up and he's like, by the power of the the, the swamp. Uh, and, you know, a big wave washes them all away. Um, and his name is... Hmm. Go on. I'm trying to think if he would actually be vocal in terms of terms of his name or whether he'd actually communicate with people you know what i mean whether they just they would name him instead yeah it's it's the green meanie it's the man yeah from exactly swamp. it's the still killer <laughs> <laughs> uh he's probably known as something like the spirit by by the locals the stilted druid something like that yeah it's more literal than people think people think he was you know left at the altar but he actually just enjoys <laughs> using stilts <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I do like that one actually. Uh, and everyone's like, always oh, green with jealousy. He's like, no, I'm actually just green. Uh, Goblin man. Yeah, I like that. Wicked. Okay, shall we do a, a random encounters? Because we got yes, time. Yes, I've got a good one this week. I've just thought of a really good one. Wonderful. Well, if that's the case, would you like to start, Sam? Play the jingle. Random encounter. <laughs> okay, so. Our friend Felix 
he guards, or they guard, because they're a changeling, the only other off-the-books teleportation mm. circle, right? Yep. Wrong. Oh, gosh. He, they say, <clears throat> when asked, maybe, when you roll high enough on a pers- persuasion or a charisma check, hey, that's that's really, that's really impressive that you have one of those off the grid. And he goes, ah, oh, you see the other one. Hmm? Nothing. Uh, the other one, Ed, is totally the other way and sits below the rim of the Ghee volcano. Meaning, when Felix's place gets raided and we really need to get to Dorak, um, just, 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 just jump in that volcano. <laughs> Take a leap of faith. Take a leap of faith. Nah, fuck you. This isn't going to work. Take a leap of faith. And he just steps off the Think side. Dorak. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, I've done all the work. I'm, I've done all the reading. It's probably going to work. Oh, he he just he just jumped. <laughs> yeah, nice. But it's the entire rim of the volcano, and no one goes near it because it's so fucking mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know. Oh, and it always sounds like it's exploding, but it never does. Well, no, of course it doesn't, because it shoots all the shit up. It goes through the portal and then ends up somewhere else. I haven't thought I'd be through, really. Because otherwise Felix is going to have a real bad time of it when he's at home, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Felix? I fucking, I'd give that a minute, mate. I would give that a minute. Bar that door. <laughs> Just lava coming out. Nice. Okay, yeah. I like that. Um, so, random encounter for myself. Let's go with, as we're doing the Legends thing, so, mm-hmm. uh, we'll say that our characters start, and in this environment, our characters start in Dorak, um, and they're you know they they do whatever they're on a on a, a low level sort of level level four or five quest. Uh, mm-hmm. Go and find this missing person. Um, all that we found was uh, a glove. Go. And they're walking through town, blah 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 blah, and one of them just accidentally bumps into a gangi. And they're like, oh, that's that's weird. Gang-gay! Yeah, yeah, like a, and it's, it's like a small <laughs> platoon of them. There's like seven or eight of them, right? They're, they're armed to the nines, but whatever. Bumps into them. They have a bit of a conversation. This is the first introduction to this uh, race that they experience. Of course. And the gangi introduces herself as... I've forgotten her name. Help me out here. Oh, um, Ambash Gangik. Fine, Ambash Gangik. And they have a very pleasant conversation and they move on. And then later on, obviously, when they start to become more world au fait, that's when mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, who's, who leads you? And they're like, oh, yeah, Ambash Gangik. Um, oh, wicked, right. Well, yeah, we need to speak to you because there's some real issues with like borders, disputes, da 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 da. They walk in and it's mm-hmm. the same one. So they don't, you know what I mean? It gives that little. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Uh, and that's that random the robot encounter. country. Yes, exactly. Like it a lot. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's really good. Perfect. Should we draw the show to a close? The clothes to Let's a show. Let's draw the clothes to a show. Let's show the clothes to a uh, a draw. Here you are, clothes. This is a draw. I think we've wrung this out. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. As always, ladies and gentlemen, you have been our listeners. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, please do share it with uh, friends and loved ones. Um, if you would like to have a little bit of look around all the extra bits, go to startset.co.uk. There you can find all of our socials and our shop. Uh, you have been our listeners. 
roll well, and we will definitely see you next week. Goodbye. Before you go, do you want to know what the collective noun for a group of gangi is called? Uh, is it shouty? Are we shouting? <laughs> then yes. And also, yeah, yeah. Mm, gangi. <laughs> that was the best one yet. Yeah.